Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Which players are moving up in the rankings? We'll tell you right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Adam Azer. I'm joined by Jamie Eisenberg, who is moving Marquez Valdez-Scantling up in the rankings. Positive reports about MVS lately. And we were saying on FFT on Wednesday, not a lot on Juju Smith-Schuster. Where's the Juju hype? It's been a lot of MVS. So where is MVS right now for you, Jamie? He's moved up uh, into the top 100. Um, You know, somebody that I would start to look at possibly as early as round eight, you know, depending on how the draft unfolds. But, you know, we just spent uh, a podcast talking about rounds four through six. And, and I think the, the theme was, or at least one of the themes, who has league winning upside. I don't know if MVS has league winning upside if you're drafting him in that range. But when you start to get a little bit later and you talk about a guy that maybe could creep into the top 20, um, if things go right, you know, we're searching for who's going to help this Chiefs passing game and this receiving core with the loss of Tyreek Hill and Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle. And they told you where they spent their money. It's on MBS. It wasn't on Juju. And so if his route tree develops and he's the guy for Patrick Mahomes opposite Travis Kelsey from a target standpoint and maybe a production standpoint, it's just worth the flyer given the circumstances. Because Sky Moore, Miko Hardman, Juju Smith-Schuster, maybe MBS is the best of that group. And Andy Reid said he can do more than just the deep ball. He can run the intermediate routes, the short routes, etc. So Cole Komet is another guy who's been on the rise for you. He's now a top 10 tight end. Cole Komet. He was uh, in the 11-12 range. I kept going back and forth with him and Pat Fryermuth and, and a couple of other guys. And, you know, again, just looking at it from the, the target opportunity standpoint, this Bears passing game is basically two guys and then a, a lot of ifs, in my opinion. It's Darnell Mooney, who had 140 targets last year. And Komet, and you've said this a lot, you know, looking at who's going to be Second on the team in targets when you start to talk about these tight ends, he's clearly going to be that guy. He's going to be better than Vilas Jones Jr., better than Byron Pringle, better than the guys that they brought in. And so I think you're going to see a situation where Justin Fields leans on him. Uh, Two of his three best games last year came with Justin Fields under center. And so we need more from Fields, obviously. But I do think that the system with the new coaching staff in place and, um, you know, the new coordinator, uh, we're going to see, you know, Luke Getze feature Cole Komet, I think, a lot. He'll find the end zone finally and uh, does feel like, in PPR for sure, is a top 10 tight end. All right, one more rankings riser for you is Travis Etienne. So where are we at with James Robinson? Because it seems like Robinson is, is making some progress, might be cleared at some point in training camp. And where are you with the backfield, basically, for the Jaguars? I think we're going to see Etienne, you know, have opportunity, even with James Robinson there, to be very successful, certainly in the passing game. There's a rapport with Trevor Lawrence from the two playing at Clemson. Uh, we saw at Clemson his role in the passing game was pretty solidified, and I think that'll carry over to the NFL. You know, you've heard some things about maybe him being a Debo Samuel type of guy. I don't know if that's realistic for, you know, the the, the size difference between the two players and, and the roles that they'll play. Uh, but I do think Doug Peterson, you know, while not necessarily having an 80 catch running back, he does have two seasons of a 50 catch running back, one with Miles Sanders, one with Darren Sproles. So that's certainly within range. Uh, and I do think ETN is going to have an opportunity in the running game as well. So this is a guy that has the chance, I think, to be in the 1,200 to 1,500 total yards range, depending on how things go with Robinson's recovery. Touchdowns might be an issue on what should still be a bad team, but 
In PPR, I think Travis Etienne has solidified himself as a round four pick. I wanted to ask you about Saquon Barkley. I've sort of felt just talking to you throughout the last few months that you've gotten a little bit higher on Saquon Barkley and you're certainly comfortable with him at the 2-3 turn. What have you seen, heard about Saquon Barkley uh, that has given you more confidence? Health, new coach, better system, better offensive line play, and hopefully better play from Daniel Jones. But uh, you know, we've talked a lot about Barkley and I, I think the thing that I'll always go back to is lack of competition, still a very talented guy. And if you play to win in fantasy, you're going to take some chances. And so obviously you have to take chances on some injury risk players. And so Barkley has really been hard to deal with drafting him, certainly the first round two years ago, you know, top 15, top 20 overall picks last year. And then going into this year, I think, you know, like you said, two, three turn is probably where his ADP will end up. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets pushed up somewhere even close to the middle of round two, depending on how quickly running backs go off the board. But uh, the situation feels a lot better for him. And if he looks the part in training camp and, and maybe in the preseason, people are going to get excited about Saquon Barkley again. I know I am because I think his role in the passing game is going to be there once again as well. And I like the upside for Barkley this year. I think you have him ahead of Nick Chubb. One spot uh, he's ahead. ahead of Nick Chubb and PPR is behind him in non-PPR. Okay. Half PPR, I take Barkley. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5 as Jacob Gibbs gives us a uh, Bengals weekend of profiles. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Looking forward to that. Talk to you then.